Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. That's right. <laughs> Whoops. That's, yes, that's true. Take rabbit off. corner. Right. <laughs> wow. Your thoughts on rabbits right after this. I'd rather be a squirrel. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What was your message about the Gopher football game? Yeah! Where was Augie when I needed him? You, you would have got where a call? Where was Augie when I needed him? There, it would have been a race to see who could go with yeah, first. Yesterday, Vikings, not quite a you hoo hoo. There was a. Well, the collapse was. was why were they was, two different teams? First half team was great. Uh, well, I don't know. But the. Uh, well, the first the play, the second team, half was okay, too. The other team's better than them. Was one reason they yeah. they lost to a team that was better than. Them. Although I don't think Baltimore's as good as a lot of other. No, people. they aren't great defensively, and the quarterback is very erratic. But all in all, I'd take him because he'll make you know, during the course of the game, he'll make about thirty plays. Yeah, you know. Two and quick comments on headlines. Yeah, yes. I had a little tirade last did, week. Did we have another? Well, one? you got depleted and repeated. I don't know what that means. Well, depleted def- the the. Dep- Pleaded with injuries and uh, repeated is that they lost again. Another but the game Pioneer Press won. had the winner. What was it? Nevermore. Both the Raven, Nevermore. Yes, Edgar right. Allan Poe. I love good. that. Nevermore. Yep. I know you wouldn't have. <laughs> right over my head. I missed that one. Thank you. I told you, my, <laughs> I, I told you my favorite, my favorite, the great late, the great late Rod Simons. Mm. Uh, we were in the press box in mm-hmm. Baltimore. On Ticey, I think it was the game that sealed Ticey's fate. Uh, Back in 05? Yeah, because they were going to try to make the playoffs, right? Okay. With Brad Johnson, and we got there like two hours. And Oh, that was a night game too, was yeah. it not? Yeah, and Rodney and uh, Rodney and the uh, photographer were sitting down there, and he said, Rodney said, Ravens, Ravens. I think it has something to do with literature. <laughs> that was Rod Simons. Rod said, and I said, yeah, well, he was a sports guy, you know. Uh, but Rod. I, yeah. I said, I think you're right, Rod. Yeah. Might you be. Know. You're onto something. I yeah. forgot that we lost Rod. Yeah. I oh, forgot yeah. about Out that. Out of nowhere, I was working for the Twins, early 60s. Yeah. No health problems. Just had a heart attack. I think he was in. He was in spring Fort training. Myers yeah. With, uh, yep. Doing some twin stuff. It was uh, too too bad. But uh, good quote guy. the Raven nevermore. Nevermore. Yes. Never. I, I never quote the Raven. I think that guy had some issues. I think so. Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. Edgar. Yeah. He yeah. had a rib, rib think, imagination. He died of alcoholism about thirty five. Yeah. Didn't he? About age yeah. thirty five. I think if your name Edgar, you've got that's mm-hmm. there's potential for issues. No I went to what. his grave once. Oh, when they dropped the. Or somebody drops stuff annually? Yes. And it's it's an old, old cemetery right in the middle of Baltimore. Right. Yeah, it's right. A, you know, just a little square there. Were there others gathered? I think uh, two of us we were there on a ball trip or okay. something and going to see the site. So we went like when saw, you guys went and saw went Area forty one. It wasn't uh wasn't too uh you know, wasn't What do you mean Area forty one? Fifty one? 
52? We never went to Area 52. Where did you go? We tried to get into CIA headquarters. Oh, CIA. CIA that's what it was. I that's was going to say, I'd never heard that that's story. I'm sorry, Rejected. CIA. We weren't allowed. Hey, yeah, we just want to get in. Turn around, you idiots. Yeah, Sucha said, well, you were driving, right? So yeah. Just pull in there. We'll see what the hell. They might let us come in. And who was running the show then? Boy, that was a long time ago, man. Early H.W.? George Schultz, maybe. Who oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't it know. Have been, I don't yeah, it could have been H.W. Yeah, yeah it could have been him. Yeah, it was a long time ago. We were out there. Weren't we doing advance on a Viking, Viking playoff Redskins. game? Redskins yeah. Yeah. game. Yeah. I, that was in the old stadium. Yep. That was a fun because RFK Jack Ken Cook was still alive. And... Remember that his suite had have Leslie Stahl in yeah, it, yeah, and mm-hmm. all the prominent. But Ted Kennedy was in there. The all all the prominent politicians showed up to this dump of a stadium to watch the Redskins. What I remember though is the bleachers that were temporary yeah, over there yeah. that were the outfield moving. Yeah. Oh when no! They, Don't like be, that. When they would be screaming and hollering, like man, Camp Randall at Wisconsin, yeah, where yeah. it would leave, it would leave the. F- Ground no. and go up in the air. Sounds like an astro uh, beating the. Uh, <laughs> what is it, astro fair? They, astro. Uh, they defeated world. us that day. Was that Gibbs? World. I think Gibbs was just getting there. Just. And the Vikings beat the Chargers. Next uh, week, no, no. Uh, probably on like I think, I think we got the big, the kind of the noble effort yesterday from the undernourished defense, mm-hmm. which couldn't take the ball away from them, but didn't didn't really play terrible. And uh, now you're not going to have Harrison Smith back next week. You're probably this Michael Pierce's boy. He's going to collect a lot of money for not playing yes, much football. Yes, he is. And the problem it? was, the, you know, people have, were taking issue with the defense, but they were on the damn field the last three quarters. Right. Yes, almost yeah. the whole time. Well, I think they had 13 plays before that. Uh, in the second half, I think they'd only run 10 plays before that tying drive. And 13. up until they, the Baltimore scored the touchdown right at the end of the half. They shouldn't even. I don't think they should even had the first field goal because that was a bogus uh, oh, horse yeah. collar tackle. They, then so they should have been off the field right away anyway. Yeah, yeah the uh, the Ravens have the not showing up for the kickoff problem. Yeah, and meanwhile we're great when we show up. And we now, just we don't like to show up for the second half. Joe, what we do, <laughs> what the Vikes do is they everybody scripts the plays, right? Right, right. And the Vikings have scored on. They've scored on every first possession, and I think they've scored touchdowns on five straight or something. Something like that, yeah. First possession on the script, right? Well, yesterday they scored so fast, they still had plays left from the, the script. from the other script, and they went down and scored again, right? Right. Well, I heard the guys on the wine line. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't beat wine line. Saying, <clears throat> but the, the hosts, who might have known something as opposed to the drunk callers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, that Cousins statistically is the best quarterback in the league in the first seven minutes of a game and 29th in the first seven minutes of the second half. Well, that's, you know, it's probably. Now, we we must give some credit to the fact that the Ravens couldn't be as rotten defensively as they were to start the game, right? right. I mean, they also do some things. But they made ungodly number of mistakes yesterday, mm-hmm. the Ravens. they were They are not a crisp football team and the quarterback will make some dumb plays but he's so damn good that somewhere in there he's going to make 25 plays too right last week i think it was you pat that said that you didn't think they would fire zim before the end of the season i think that's going to change because i i think and i think you look at you know when you hear zim in the press conferences after the games 
He just sounds like a guy that's defeated, and he knows yeah. his fate. Yeah, he does know he's done. Didn't uh, you tweet that? You yeah. tweeted something to that effect. Zimmer? Yeah, he said, or maybe you wrote it. Zimmer has a look of a fellow who knows that things aren't bright ahead or yeah, something. Like yeah, I, I don't. This this week before they go to L.A., will they do will they do something before Green Bay comes here? Mm, maybe not. I don't know. You know, uh, I watched uh, quite a bit of that Packer game, Joe. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers might have disappointed the Viking, the Packer, some of the Piker, Packer fans by not being able to play yesterday. Mm-hmm. But uh, should he come back next week and be able to play on Sunday? Because he's supposedly, if he stays COVID-free, he will, uh, he will uh, Saturday, he would be eligible to return. They're going to have a parade for him when he comes back. Because <laughs> this guy, they wasted a number one draft choice on. Woo! He he's got bad. a good sinker ball. Yes, he does. He's got, he, he keeps that Jordan Love. Yeah, keeps the ball down. You know, <laughs> it's like a me. Good, you know, kind of a turns it over. It a reminded bit. me. Remember when McNabb at Soldier Field threw two hoppers to guys? Yes. That's exactly what it reminded he, me of yesterday. Yeah, the sh- any pass that requires touch, you know, like ten yards. Yep. And then it's got a heck of a sinker ball. <laughs> and they, there's also a stat on him when he got blitzed. He was like seven out of. Eight. 18 for 30 yards or something, and then uh, when he didn't get blitzed, he was he, he completed a few, but they played their asses off and had to get beat because they didn't have a quarterback. They would have beaten them. Yes, they would have. Yes, yeah. they would have. They're, they're better than I thought they were. But if you uh, want to crown them, then crown them. That's right. You got to crown them. I mean, <laughs> who they thought? Were. <laughs> no, that was Burnsy. No, it was Denny. Uh, Denny was Dan, no Burns. Yeah, he was doing his Burns. Oh, oh, yeah, I just got the wrong voice. That's Denny all. was. <laughs> Denny was. You want to crown him? Crown him. That was the Bears, right? Yeah. Yes, the Bears who weren't. They were who we thought they, they were. They are who we thought they were. I got to find that. Now one this now. would be this would drift off topic a little bit. We've never done we've that. done yeah. that before. <laughs> but I went down. You know, it took a while for the feisty, angry Denny to show up here. It took until the. The investigation of his, they he got ripped after they lost to Steve Walsh in the playoff game, mm-hmm. which made it through. The, we, that was the first time three years, first time we took any shots at right. him, and he didn't take it too well. But then a month later, or six weeks later, the Star Tribune had the story on the sexual harassment, and that turned it ugly. But I was down there his first year in Arizona. It was ugly from the start. Oh, really? He was a he was not take you could not ask him a good question from the start. Really? Oh yeah. Wait, the and Bears that, are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? bull <laughs> we played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their. Ass. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. Why was he so mad? I don't I remember know. what the question I don't was. Know. Somebody asked him how good the Bears were or something. I don't know what it was. It was. I'm surprised it wasn't it you was with the tirade. No, no, I wasn't there for that one. That's not That's not even my favorite. This is my favorite, Denny. I understand the weather pattern. Pick up the Calcutta <laughs> Clipper. Swings down. Swings up. Uh, Lakefront influence. And out. <laughs> Calcutta Clipper. Calcutta Clipper. Right from India. Right from India. All the way from India. You know, he, though, I'll say this. We always thought we were digging daddy. But 
half the time he was dinging us. Oh, yeah. yeah. To the I victor mean, goes was, the spoils. Was, Remember that one? He was ram. Yeah. <laughs> to the victor goes the spoils. or so, It was something where he completely screwed it up like yeah, uh, right. Stan and Ollie or something like so that. So we're digging our way out of the forest and chopping our way uh, with the trees. <laughs> yeah, we're chopping our way with chopping the trees. Chopping our way with the trees. He, uh, they, he wanted the Silver Dome once. Uh, I was at the game. They beat the hell out of the Lions, which ain't saying much. But he got up. No, no, I know what it was. It was the Jeff George Randall Cunningham controversy. They lost that game, but that's Jeff right. George came in. Came in at halftime. That's right. And we're all walking down there, not waiting, <laughs> not wait. We couldn't wait to ask him who the quarterback was going to be to get him upset. Right? Did you well, all have to do paper rock yeah, scissors yeah, to see yeah, who gets yeah, to yeah, ask him? We're going to ask him. <laughs> he walked in and said, "Jeff George will be our quarterback next week." We Damn it. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> we didn't get him. But then he just went on and on, and and maybe it was another time in Detroit. But he went on and on this babbling, babbling nonsense. And he was walking down the. And when he left the podium there, the security guy for the Vikings says, "Boy, you really screwed with them today, Coach." You know, and he said, he said, "If I ever stop doing it, remind me." <laughs> I was like. And the thing is, he he doesn't get nearly enough credit for how good of a coach he was. Ten years, he made the playoffs what eight times? Yep, two NFC Championship games. Yeah, one that he one Mm. that some people think they should have (laughs) won. Yep, yep. Yeah, did you tweet out a weeping blondes photo yesterday? Dang it, I forgot. Yep. Our best hope, boys, is the wild right now. Yeah. But one thing, when I left again, I did do this. (laughs) <laughs> to the weeping blondes photo in the yeah. garage. Yeah. After that, He's I... got it framed in his garage. <laughs> the weeping blondes. The oh. wild, man. How about those for two wins? You nice get comeback the, in Pittsburgh and a nice comeback. You tie it with three night. seconds to go yep. with the goalie pulled, yep. being two goals down. And then last night you get four against maybe the best team in the league, the Islanders. The Islanders are supposed to be good. How did uh, Zach look? Slow and old, or what? He, uh, was he? He I only watched not, one period. He did not appear to be a significant factor, either. Yeah. You know, good or yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he skating a regular shift out oh, there? Oh, for yeah. them? I think yeah. he's on the fourth line, isn't he? Well, he was on the ice enough. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. out there. Well, he was out there. I'll <laughs> tell you what a glorious victory it was yesterday, last night. The Woodbury Jinx was in attendance. Oh boy, my grandson, Luke, who was also there opening night. And claimed to no longer been a jinx. I thought I don't think he is. So he was there last night, and he said, "I got a text saying, I'm not the Woodbury Jinx anymore. I'm now the Winks. Win W I He's the Winks. I think he thought of that himself. Too. Well, that's He's, pretty good. That yeah. victory last night, they shot ahead of St. Louis again. Now they're in first place. Oh, they're good. They're good. They are good. How about this Ryan Hartman? He's good. Sid's grandson or some damn thing. I mean, he's got six goals. Yep. They got him as just to be a fourth-line plumber last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just going to be a kind of a workman-like guy. He's, he get, you know, seems to me, Joe, he gets some dirty goals. Does he get dirty goals? Yeah, you can get a dirty, dirty goal. goal. Or yeah. sometimes even a greasy goal. Right? Greasy goal, yeah. <laughs> a cheap greasy goal that was. Yeah, but it still counts. The club does appear to have a nice attitude. Yes. Yeah, this coach. Very what a, competitive. What a shocking uh, thing that this guy is a successful I just don't coach. think he suffers fools gladly. No, no. And yeah, Garen really. certainly doesn't. No. Zach had one shot on goal last night. I don't know how many shifts. 
But Cal Clutterbuck had one. Uh, who had four? What's Former his name? Wilder. Anders Lee. Former Wilder. Anders Lee, yeah. Dinah, right? Yeah, he looks, he yeah. looks pretty good. He's, uh, he's one of my favorites. You know why? I've told you this I before. I do know why. Because he played high school football. And hockey. As a senior, yep. Eddie Dinah, rather than go off and play juniors. Right. And then he stayed and played hockey, too. Yep. He's I a like, guy. I like the guys. Matt Niskin on another one up in Virginia. And uh, he, he, he played he played uh, football at uh, Virginia. No, he played hockey at Virginia. And he played football and, uh, and, baseball? and baseball at, I think, Aurora Hoyt Lakes, which was, was his hometown, and they play with Virginia. But he, he played all three sports as a senior when they were all telling him, you got to go play juniors, and then he ends up being a – I was at the uh, played a dozen years in the league. You reminded me of something. I t- I tweeted this out Friday. I was at the section final game on Friday night uh, with my Fairbill Falcons. We you felt didn't do well, right? No, yeah. we lost to the Hutchinson Tigers. But great picture though, Pat. The high school seniors sitting at the bench. Just one more. It was just a cool scene where you know the, the team's leaving the field yeah. and whatnot, and he's just sitting there oh, by they himself. Went and sat in the bench. Yep, went and sat in the bench one more time. I just that that kind of stuff is so cool to me because I you know. The one, the one, the one nice thing is when your hometown team plays Hutch, <laughs> the game gets over in a hurry. Boy, do they Hutch, run the ball. Hutch runs the damn thing. Oh, only ninety-five percent of the. I time. don't know who the kid they had at running back was, but that kid's going somewhere. You know, they hot. always got it. They Oof. always got a running back. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, the Rossberg crew, the Rossberg boys are the greatest. Andy's the coach now, and his dad Grady, who's got to be in his eighties, and if somebody has a troublesome. Beaver building, uh, you know, pond, ruining ponds by mm-hmm. making dams yeah, making and stuff. The dams. Yeah, I call Grady and he goes out and traps it. Oh, really? He's that trapper. Uh, you know, you go. I had breakfast with him like five years ago. And they both got blood on their coats and stuff <laughs> like. You know, and, I said, Grady. He, I said, you, you, it was early, and he said. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go check the traps. He said, you oh, know, because he he does muskrats and the, you know the whole thing. Where does he let him go? Let him go. No, oh, there's no letting him go. We're he ain't throwing a bee. You take the pelt got for it. the beaver. Got it. Got for it. the muskrat. <laughs> yeah. Poor Rook. Where does he let him go? <laughs> no, there's no letting him go. Here you go. Go. <laughs> Be free. Be free. Be free. <laughs> they used to they used to trap muskrats at uh, at Badger Lake. They had thousands of them. And, Boy, when they're in a trap, they're they're a little upset. They're ornery. They're not happy with they're that. Not okay. happy. They can. They're about this big, but they can flash some scary oh, looking yeah, teeth. They got not. teeth, man. They'd like to get a hold of you if they would really like to get a hold of I'm you. I'm pretty upset about this situation, human. Could you? I trapped I trapped muskrats when I was a kid. Did you really? Oh yeah. Out yeah. in uh, white bear. Yeah. They're ornery. And then. You, that's it. They didn't let, we didn't let them go. <laughs> no, we didn't let them go. You didn't have a little pen? You know, like a little pen, well, like a little circle pen? That we thought we were going to get rich making muskrat well, coats if we were out there duck hunting, if we were out there duck hunting on a Saturday afternoon and the sun was shining and the birds weren't flying and the muskrat hut, there's muskrat huts all over, and one of them popped his head out there. His odds weren't good. <laughs> ah, got it. Got it. Inquisitive muskrats didn't yeah. see a good end. Yeah, that hand is about to go down. Yeah, that, yeah, that hand. Wait till it's dark, buddy. Don't be sneaking out. You know right what? Now. Uh, I just I was reminded because I made a note to myself. Do you know what yesterday was the one year anniversary of, gentlemen? Jan- November seventh. What? Pat, come on. You were all over this November one year ago 7th. today. It was the one year anniversary of 
Four seasons total landscaping was yesterday's. Oh, really? <laughs> Someone put that up on Twitter, and the hashtag just says never forget. Really? Yeah, it was one year ago. Well, when was the election then? Well, I think. November the what? Well, it was November. It was November 3rd was the election. So this was only a couple of days. What was the, the anniversary of? When Don't they, you remember the when they here. Trump when Rudy went to the oh when file, they went to the landscaping <laughs> place yeah, yes, to, yes. To file oh. the election protest yes. at the Four Seasons and they went to the uh, <laughs> and they went to the landscape. I thought you would have been all over that. Is oh, that, that where had Rudy had the the dripping <laughs> hair tonic or whatever the hell it was? <laughs> it was unbelievable. It looked like he had pork that's, chops. That's when the guy who wrote Veep, you know, said. This is why we stopped with we don't have Veep anymore because our satire wasn't as funny as the real stuff. Here's the tweet. Happy four seasons total landscaping anniversary, everybody. And it's got the photo, you know. Poor I thought that was pretty funny. Boy, they you know, they they dropped Rudy like a bad habit. Yeah, they, they did. Nobody's paying him and poor Rudy. Well, <laughs> poor Rudy. I didn't pay any attention to that golf this weekend. I usually do, and I didn't pay it. No. I didn't give it five minutes. Well, I got to tell you, I watched a little of it, and it's in uh, Playa del. It's below Cancun over yeah. there. Yeah, Playa, and it's apparently they played there a few years. Yeah. but it's they showed an aerial shot. Playa del Carmen. Playa Playa del Carmen. They showed an area shot, and it's on the water. Obviously, yep. it's a resort. Right. But you should see the undergrowth and the trees mm -hmm. and the crap and you ain't getting me on that golf course no you get there's bit snakes. by something there's snakes <laughs> yeah, there's... plus you can witness a cartel beheading yes you could that too any, any one of those things but it got me thinking this looks like a place where the fur de lance snake could hang out i don't know that one it's a serpent look that one up, <laughs> I, am looking up right I wrote now. the uh, i wrote the I read the book, The Lost City of the Monkey God, which was some guys in 2015 going, finding this valley in Honduras of a ancient, ancient uh, culture area there, right? Yeah. It's great. But they were warned immediately, if you see a fur de lance, this snake, they can kill you from six feet away from their venom and they're the... They're responsible for 99% of the deaths in the jungle. Wow. When you get bit by them. And the, sure enough, like the first night they were there, the guy's in the hammock, and he hears a rustle, and he looks down, and there's these two glowing eyes looking at him. And so it made me not a guy who doesn't even like a garter snake. That would not be a, the that would not be good for me. The Fleur de Lance is the most dangerous snake of the Central and South America and causes more human deaths than any other American reptile. On average, a Fleur de Lance injects 105 milligrams of venom in one bite, <laughs> although a venom yield of up to 310 mega, um, milligrams. milligrams, thank you, has been recorded while milking them. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. What is They're your big. job? Some of them are like 12 footers. <laughs> well, Monty would say that's all BS. That's... They're kind hearted. Yeah, treacherous. right. A fatal dose for a human is 50 milligrams. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you survive, but not very often. But the Lost City of the Monkey Guy, the highlight of that, and I've told you this before, they discovered that there was the legend of this 
ancient game of ball. Oh, you have told me the this. two tribes yes. would play ball. Yeah. The two villages Ma- play ball. Was it what was it called? Yeah, Mayan, maybe before Mayan. I don't know. Ancient civilization, but they discovered areas that were cleaned out that had the court, mm-hmm. and apparently they played the one. Mm-hmm. You know, they just had a, they had a, they had some one. kind of a thing up there. We a, win a prehistoric hoop, and whoever scored. Whoever got one in the hoop won the game, but the losing team had to provide a human sacrifice. Oh, I hate that part. And if it was a really big game, they could kill the whole losing team. Oh, that's that's a tough league. Death by fur de lease. Are are you sure you want to play in the Super Bowl, buddy? I don't want to play in that league. What if a guy gets lucky and throws one in? (laughs) (laughs) I want to replay. You know what? You really get a lot of oohs and ahs when the ball goes, Yeah. (laughs) I would like to attend that post-game press conference. So, Coach, who are you picking? Who are you picking? Who are you going to get? Who would who would we kill from yesterday's game? Probably the the Clint Kubiak. Yeah. Can you, can you give him the offensive coordinator? And the Gophers, they'd give him the offensive coordinator. Too. Yeah, that's that's true too. All right, Reavers, you're a big how how Dad take that Gopher game? Well, how'd uh, Frank take the full the phone call went as follows. Patrick, I dialed up the old phone because that. Not that it brings me joy, but when I watch a disgusting game like that, yeah. I got to find a silver lining. Yeah. So I always call yeah, dad, dad yeah. and all I get is, <sighs> <laughs> yep. they gave him the big contract, and this is the bleep we get. This was the, that was the, the way crux the, of the matter. Yep, yep. The absolutely. Matter. Well, by the but, way. But I will say this. PJ does know when it's time to sign the contract extension. Yes, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, but I don't think the Board of Regents has approved it yet. Oh, boy. I think boy. they're going to do it at Tuesday's meeting. Okay. I don't you know. suspect that they might? Uh, no, I suspect. Okay. Can he beat the Iowas? Yes, Iowa's offense is yeah. terrible. I, I doubt if they will. But I don't think they will. I watched Iowa yesterday. You don't think they'll beat Iowa? Joe, they couldn't score on Illinois. No, I know. Yeah, I'm just asking. Iowa's North, defense is good. Iowa damn near Got beat by Northwestern. The Gophers ran for 300 yeah. yards. Their offense is That's horrible. True. But they haven't won in Iowa City since no, they 99. Iowa was ranked number two in the country at one time, which shows you don't pay any attention to the rankings because no, they aren't very good. it doesn't good. matter. So what happens here? I'm looking. I pulled up the Big Ten standings. East Division. We're in the West Division. We control our own destiny in if the we West. Went out, if yes. we win them all. We, if you win out, who do they play Iowa, Ohio then State. Indiana. Oh, and then, oh, well. No, I mean, if, it, if they won out, is it East, East versus the West? Yes. A, well, I think Ohio State and Michigan State still play, so whoever wins that. That's probably. true. Oh, and Michigan, there's there's three of them there. They Six probably have a chance to beat. Nah, I don't think they're. Wisconsin. Now, two weeks ago, Illinois beat Penn State. In nine big, overtimes. Big upset, yes, but the last seven are two-point conversions. Two conversions, so it's not like the old-time overtimes. But then they came home and lost to Rutgers. And last week, Rutgers went to Madison and got beat 52-3. to Close game. So, you know. You figure it comparative out. Comparative <laughs> scores tell me Wisconsin's on the on the rise, yes. so that's going to be a tough team to beat. So, But it was it was amazing that everything I'm reading and hearing about it is well when they were behind 14 to nothing you knew they were going to lose. Why? Mm-hmm. It's college football. Right. Mm-hmm. Every winning team gets 35 points. What I just can't figure out with the Gophers too is it almost looks like they just keep doing the same thing on offense when <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work. 
They don't yeah. try anything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't true. get it. That's true. Isn't that the rap on the Vikings? Yeah, it's a little bit. Well, but the Gophers, it's uh, look at the thing at oh, the yeah, sidelines, and that. then hut hut, and it's a, a fake handoff, or I'm going to keep it, and then pa- it's yeah. it's the same play. It might not be the same patterns they're running, but it's the same look every down. You know what the crit- criticism is? They keep going to their list, or what did we say with the script. Vikings? Their script. The script. Script. They don't go away from the script. Yeah, but their script has four plays. That's on it. true. Uh, wow. And and. Uh, you know, God help him. Nice fella, Tanner Morgan's played a lot of years. A intellectual guy, but you know that Anikstead kid had beat him out when they were both Before young he got guys. Yeah. Why not give him a shot when you're not doing anything? Start him the second half. Let him play. What, are you trying to save another year of eligibility. That's not our culture. That's unacceptable. One hundred percent. Yeah, see, it's yep. not our culture. Not our culture. Slap you right Did in the face. He, uh, Did Bielema come out with culture at the end of the big win? I didn't hear. I, I didn't hear any of his quotes. He probably came out with a sandwich. God, has he gotten big? <laughs> Holy Christ! He's fifty heavier than he was when he bad, and he wasn't a tiny guy when he coached the Badgers. He's never lost. Eight zero. Yeah, he was seven zero against him. I talked to Blake Sorensen, who was uh, the one of the good players, a Eden Prairie kid, and he was one of the good players on that first Rose Bowl team, which was really good. Lost to TCU. And uh, he was there when when um, Brett went for two against mm-hmm. against Coach Brew when he was ahead of him forty one to sixteen with six and a half minutes to go to half and and he said I don't know I just got to tell you what Brett said it was on the card to go for two it was on the card <laughs> then he stayed on the card yeah. when he go for two and then he laughed and said. He hated that guy's guts. Beating <laughs> Brew. <laughs> Who didn't in the Big Ten? He had a lot of feuds, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. This guy loves Bealum. Yeah, yeah. He's you know because he, but he's you know just a he's a football coach. He's not he's not trying to sell you anything. He's just a football coach. But he he might do okay at Illinois because he's built for the Big Ten. You know, yeah. uh, run the ball and play defense, guy. We've been the hunter. We've been hunting the bear. Yep. We've somewhat now become the bear. Yep. And our football team needs to understand that. You know, and that's a different kind of mindset. We're kind of the hunted at this point. Man, those guys can come up with some balls. Oh, God. Well, who was he that? Was, was that Brew Brewster? Yeah. Nobody beat Brew. Nobody. He got in the sod from the Rose Bowl. And he'd, when he goes see recruits, he'd show them the sod from the Rose Bowl. He told Blake Sorensen that he could. If he came to Minnesota, he could carry the flag out when they went to the Rose Bowl that year. If you want to get some, you better bring some. <laughs> that's right. If you want to get some, you got to bring some. Mm-hmm. And that's just, a, again, a thought process of mine is, is that, you know, if you're going wow. bear hunting, you better be prepared to go get the bear. See? Yeah. I was. Uh, that's what you're going after, right? Big on bears, isn't it? 2008, <laughs> you know, they were 7-1. Yeah. They, they, what, they... They had just beat Illinois who'd in they, who'd they, Champaign. Who they beat? Uh, who who had beaten them? I know non-conference game against somebody good. Right? I can't remember. They were seven and one. I remember going to a high school football game in that period, and I think it was a Dassel, Dassel Cocado. I'm not sure, but there was some ex-gopher out there. He wanted to punch me, man, for not being on the brew bandwagon. He was just, <laughs> I saw him in the press box. He was irate. Maybe he just wanted was optimism being, to slap you in I the was, face. I was, saying, <laughs> I was saying, let's just let's just hang in here and see what happens. And then they then they lost their last five, including the uh worst loss in the Big Ten in history when Iowa beat them oh, fifty five to I, nothing. I was there that day. Fifty five to nothing. What was the name of that running back? 
Uh, he I played for the back. Jets. Uh, Green. Yeah, yeah. Sean Green. Sean Green. Sean Green. Yeah. Yeah. 55 to nothing. Yeah. Who's the, who was the gopher receiver last year that's now with Baltimore? Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. He's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was not going to play last year because of COVID, and then he came back, and uh, he can make some uh, – he made a couple of nice catches. And with Lamar – you got to be ready to adjust because you don't know where <laughs> yes. the hell he's going to throw it. No. But damn, he's something. He, he can't hold up, though, can he? I don't. Well, Not as much as he runs. No, no way. No. I was thinking about that, too. Every time he ta- you know, he runs, they tackle him, hit him hard. I yeah. mean, and he's, mm-hmm. you get a sore elbow on your throwing arm. Well, a running think. quarterback's fair game, right? Yes. Once you're past the line of scrimmage, scrimmage yes. Yeah. Yep. My favorite moment of last. Now that was a cheap penalty on the Vikings. I'd want them, but my favorite. I was watch. I watched quite a bit of the second half of the Titans and the Chargers. The Titans fascinate me because they're old time football team. Titans and the Rams. Titans and the Rams, and they're just a mean. I mean, they just they're mean. tough. Vrabel is a great coach in that sense of mm-hmm. you know chip off the Belichick block. But uh, Aaron Donald, the. They got Titans got the ball, trying to run the clock out. There's still an outside chance for the Rams to get the ball back, score, and maybe recover an onside kick. The Tannehills run the sidelines. Aaron Donald goes like this, like mm-hmm. pushes him like me to Feather. ask somebody yeah. to get out of the way. And Tannehill doesn't go down or anything, and they call roughing the passer. Well, that's pathetic. I roughing that. the passer, and that's that. it, game over, you know, because it gives him a first down. Yep. Next play, <laughs> I don't know who it was. They're, one of their defensive backs comes in and hits him right in the jaw with his helmet. <laughs> oh. Just says, you want to see a little roughing the passer? That's there you go. The now throw the flag. I'll show you some roughing the passer. <laughs> now you can throw the flag. That kid's probably going to get fined a bunch of money, but the Donald did look it up. And switch. Oh, it's, I, I saw it. Yeah, it's, it, was it was a bad awful. call. Well, you saw, Seifert's, you saw Seifert's tweet about well, that, how the officiating, they're dictating outcomes of games in some cases now. Oh, yeah. You know, it's gotten that bad. Yeah, yeah. This guy, I'd never seen this guy, but he's got the Rodgers. He's the ref. Oh. He's got this fashionable, like you, he's got the fashionable little... Uh, the chin strap beard? The chin beard, and he's just cool as hell, but he's can't wait to throw the flag. Man. Mm. That's How uh, was... Yesterday's lunch. No, how was um <laughs> how was it that yesterday when he was in the the quarterback for uh, Baltimore was in the grasp and he still got the the do you remember that one play where yeah. somebody was tugging him down he got out of one and do they not have the in the grasp we don't anymore? Call it now, pretty much unless two guys. We what am I saying? We, yeah, right. what number are you? It. They don't call it now. I yeah. sound like an NFL writer. <laughs> we don't call it now. They don't call it now unless it's really secure. But he was know. getting pulled down, and he still managed to. With him, they probably give him a little more latitude. Right, mm-hmm. because he has the ability. That's Got why. It. Yeah. Yeah, with Kirk, they try to save his life. <laughs> try to not. Have you stop been the to the Vikings uh, uh, facility this year? Once, yeah. opening day of practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they wanted me to write uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays. There's Tuesdays and Sundays instead of. I said, I don't want to write Tuesdays because, A, I got stuff to do on Mondays. Right, he's mm-hmm. doing Plus, sports time. I don't want to go out there and write the day after Viking. I was just going to wonder so what I'm the not mood's like. I bet Wednesday. it's not a pleasant place to be around. 
it, it, the access, from what I can tell, is so limited. Right. As far, I, I think all the interviews, I don't think any of the interviews are in the locker room, so it's hard to tell anyway. Not, not fun like it used to be when uh, we used to say when they when they lose, you know. Matt Burke at one, Denny Green at three. Those were the, in the locker room, and Burke would be the only guy there. The locker room door would open at one, and there'd there be is. Matt. That was Chatting it. Chatting away. That would be Matt. He, yeah, the rest. Once in a while, if they won, some guys would drift out. But if they lost, it was brutal. It was brutal. Come on in and meet the fellas. Come on, Come on in, in and meet the fellas. <laughs> Who said that? John McKay. John McKay. He also <laughs> had a great a, line, too. He with said, With a cigar. Yeah, uh, those of you who uh, need a shower, you take one now. Which was his way of saying you bleepers didn't Nobody, play yeah. with the DM. Yeah. Come well, on in and one. meet the fellas. I love that. The I greatest ever is what do you think of your team's execution? I'm, I'm in, in favor, favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's what a coach could get that's away right. with. He, you know, he was the president, general man. He was a Hugh Coverhouse, and he were big golfing right. buddies. Who owned the Bucks at that time? Hugh Coverhouse. They were big buddies, so he just hired McKay, and McKay ran everything. Wow. McKay, he'd sit there with that beach hat on. I think he had a cigar on the sidelines half the time. Yep. Come <laughs> Back on in. then, meet come on the in fellas. and meet the fellas. What a smart ass. <laughs> but Lowell Schrader, the sports editor at the Pioneer Press, Press for three, four years, yeah. with who I loved, had been the columnist in Long Beach. Covered the uh, covered the uh, UCLA, mm -hmm. loved him, mm -hmm. loved him because you know he set the tone there. The if the media there, like wanted to go to practice, they just walked out on the field. If the fans wanted to go watch practice, they just walked out on the field. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that that still held true with Pete Carroll was there all the way through then. You know now it's like. You know, oh, it's just solid. Well, they built a hotel room, a hotel on that facility that can't see the field, so whoever's staying there can't film the Vikings do their practicing. Oh, really? At that, you can't see the field from oh from where that the hotel, hotel was right? Built. Because somebody might, Bill Belichick might come in and start taping practice. My favorite St. Paul Pioneer Press moment, top five moment. The Rams are coming in with the paranoid George Allen mm -hmm. for the first time. First home playoff game in Viking history, uh, December of 68, or, you know, and it's, and Bud goes to Tulsa, mm -hmm. takes his team to Tulsa. George Allen brings him in to get the Rams used to the cold weather. So he's got them sitting there freezing to death. And they're practicing at McAllister, and they build. You know, they put tarps all around yeah. the field so nobody, they rent McAllister. And Ralphie Reeves' sister or aunt or somebody owned a house across Telling <laughs> Avenue. St. Clair or whatever. It's a three-decker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and Ralphie went and watched, got some binocs, watched practice, and re just that to agitate right. Allen right. report uh, you know reported some, some things as to what they were saw. doing yeah. and then they were practicing their kicks and stuff right. and <laughs> Allen went like completely, that completely <laughs> psycho that Ralphie was I think we had a picture of I think we ran a picture of Ralphie's viewpoint too. I think we sent a photographer. And they had a picture of Ralphie with the binoculars. Yeah, oh my God. Right. <laughs> Ralphie's Ralphie kind of schleps over there. He didn't go to Tulsa. He stayed and monitored the uh, the. Uh, I think the Vikings went to Tulsa that year. 
Gentlemen, Joe, Joe can tell you this. The Vikings would be practicing for a NFL playoff game at Met Stadium on what, 30 yards? Right. The, the tarp, tarp, they would roll the tar tarp back and they'd practice like on a 30 yard hunk of field. On the foul line, basically. Huh? On yeah. the foul line. Yeah, on a 30 yard hunk of field, <laughs> basically. That's where they got ready for playoff games. And they'd. And Bud would be spending half the time looking up at the sky, seeing if ducks were flying or anything, you know. So unbelievable. Let's go to the bank, buddy. I I could go. You know where I'm going tonight? This afternoon, late this afternoon. The opera, Willow Creek Theater. What are you going to see? The French Dispatch. Oh yeah. And uh, Wes Anderson movie, and the wife's going to see the Diana movie, Spencer. Which okay. No, oh, we got so, a split squad here. Huh? Split yep. squad. We're not going double header. <laughs> that way, if somebody comes in and. You know, in bad intentions. Yeah, Only one of you. One right, of us will right. make it. Somebody's going to be that's, around. So that's the opposite of what Kenny and his wife like to do, where they sit in different rooms and watch the same show. <laughs> <laughs> unlike Can you Orville, that? Unlike Orville and the wife who sat in the same room and watched two different that's shows right. on different TVs. I never could figure out how it didn't have closed caption then That's either, right. No. All right. See you later. See you later, Monday Night Sports Talk. Monday Night Talk. Sports Talk. That's what this was. That's what this was. <laughs> this is Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock, and why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, 
Go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. <laughs> 